something do we sound a little different to you that's because we're borrowing our friend Samir's microphone Ooh, we can do some ASMR thank you Samir for letting us borrow your microphone thank you should we say today's theme sure you, you go for it okay so we decided to kind of have our own award show. It is award season, so we put together some categories and we just gave out awards. This is for movies of all time, not just this year. And they're fun little silly categories, you know, like the, we're not we're not making any no. crazy stances right now. No, we're not. We're just giving out awards to things that we think deserve that. Um, I guess so. The, Excuse me. I just hate up. <laughs> so the Kicking and Screenings first annual award show begins right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're excited. So let's start with some quotes. So my, I have three quotes from mm-hmm. this one movie. Um, just a little hint about this movie. This kind of has nothing to do about anything. I was going to put it for one of the categories, but then there was another movie that I kind of knew better. This was a movie... This is a movie that's just in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um... So here are some quotes. Nothing but mouth. Don't you morons realize I can make us all immortal? I'm not a bad dog, but I am a terrible man. Underdog? Is that... So this is the shaggy dog. Starring Tim. That was actually my first guess, but I was like, there's no way it's the shaggy dog right now. Like, No, it is the shaggy dog. Why did I just say that? With Tim Allen... And Robert Downey Jr. Now, I'm going to be pretty sure that Robert... This was Robert Downey Jr.'s last role before Iron Man. Like, I'm going... I don't know if that's true. This is just an assumption I'm making. The Letterboxd reviews had a lot of funny things yeah, to say. Yeah, they had a they lot like, of things. This guy's Iron Man now. They yeah. also hated that movie. And it's also apparently racist. I have not looked up any... Yeah. Like, all I have is when I saw it from when I was eight. Mm-hmm. And, like, did not brush up on it. So, like, I've just seen that's bits just going to be... Yeah. I think there's a viral clip on Twitter right now where it's, like, the dog running out of an office. And then they have this intercut of a man in a dog suit punch a security guard. <laughs> so there's a lot of strangeness with this movie. So that was my I quote. I almost got it. Okay, my quote is, Listen, honey, if there's two things your gran- granny doesn't do, it's lie and play extreme sports. I, like, I have no idea. Um, that's from The Hoodwinked. So that <gasps> is the grandma. Oh my goodness! So the joke is she does play extreme sports. She's and a she's lying about it. <gasps> so she does both of the things she said she wouldn't do. So that's kind of the joke there. <laughs> um, so I'll say one of my, because one of my letterbox reviews is from the Saggy Vidal dog. So this is from Luke Pauly. He is a pro member of Letterboxd, <laughs> so he has a lot to say. Um, I wish I knew how to link pictures and stuff because the poster on the IMDb page for The Shaggy Dog is terrifying. It's a dog with Tim Allen's eyes, but it looks really frightening. Look it up, I implore you. Space, this movie sucks. We'll put it on our account so you won't have to do any digging, but there's also another great cover for that movie where it's just a dog riding a car. Yeah. It's just like, That's the one that's in, um, Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made some good... Mock-ups. They, they did. Good content for them. 
Okay, I can do one of my letterbox reviews. This one isn't winning an award today, but probably will win an award in the future. And I just thought it was a funny review. Mm -hmm. So from Hunter Strawberry, who I feel like I might have done a yeah from before. Like I, <laughs> I recognize them. <laughs> um, it's Nomadland, and it's I enjoyed the 2020 Chloe Zhao film Nomadland, or how Jeff Bezos called it, 12 Years a Slave. Whoa, kind that's of fun. Good little also you know relevant because the union vote anyway. Yeah, my next one is from La La Land. So I chose La La Land because La La Land was going to win. They said La La Land won Best Picture, but then they did an iconic moment. They snatched it. I, I was awake. I saw that they won, and then I was like, okay, TV off, and then went to bed and missed the whole crazy thing that happened. I just remember, like, it won, and, like, my mom walked out of the room to go to, like, the kitchen or something, because it's always me and my mom watching the Oscars. Um... And then I was like, wait, what is going on? Like, it was just crazy. Well, I'll remember where we were when yeah. that happened. <laughs> and I was in the door frame between the living room and the hallway. <laughs> um, so this is La La Land. Damien Chazelle saw the Gotta Go My Own Way scene in High School Musical 2 and really made a whole movie about it. <laughs> so, gotta go my own way. But what about us? Yeah, that kind of is the whole thing. She does go her... Spoiler alert, she goes her own way. Yeah. And it, it's hard, because you yeah. don't want them to. You can end the movie if you really want it to be like that, but yeah. that's not what Damien intended. Mm -hmm. Dame. Um, this, okay, so my next one is from Get a Clue, a movie that will be featured later, but just um, Get a Clue is starring Lindsay Lohan, and she is basically solving a little mystery at her high school and she lives in Manhattan and she's really rich and has the best outfits of all time so that's kind of the main reason Whoa. but this fun this is a quote from it um the letterbox review Lindsay Lohan could do knives out but Daniel Craig couldn't do get a clue and I just kind of mm. that resonated with me okay my next one this is from Maria she is also a pro letterbox <laughs> member so just know like this one, like, isn't that... So this is from No Country for Old Men. I chose No Country for Old Men because I was just like, what are Best Picture winners that um, I can find letterbox reviews for? Um, and it's just funny because... So this is what it is. The most disturbing thing about this movie is Javier Bardem's hairdo. Wait, whose hairdo? Javier Bardem. Oh, okay. He's, like, the main guy. He, I'm trying to think of other movies he's in. I think he was in the Skyfall with James Bond. He yeah, was, like, the main... He was... Yeah. Anyway. This got 1,812 likes. Like, I was just, just like... Just saying the hair Yeah, was bad? just saying his hairdo was bad. Which, honestly, it didn't bother me that much in the movie. Um, yeah. In, like, for context, the other... Reviews I read you, 197 likes, 98 likes. Like so, this... some, so people are really passionate about it. Yes. That's funny. All right. And that's kind of my letterbox reviews. Okay. And then I've got two reviews from a movie I will not disclose the name mm. of because it will be, we'll have a reveal later. Um, but these are just the reviews for this movie. I found more human humor and enjoyment just by looking at the battery of my phone. Whoa. Is one review of it. And the other one is... You know you when you get to a four-way intersection and you stop and wait for the other car to turn only to realize that they're waiting for you and then as soon as you try to go, they slowly move out in the intersection which forces you to stop and begins the entire cycle over again? This movie is that situation in cinematic form. <laughs> Whoa! So people had crazy they're things upset. to say about this movie. So. They are upset. Wow. Okay. Should we jump into our first category? Yes, our first category is... 
poorly animated films. This is one of those movies that you know the budget was on the ground and you know they probably whipped it out in a couple mm -hmm. weeks, but mm -hmm. you're still here for it. Mm -hmm. um, so my, my winner for that category is the aforementioned Hoodwinked. Uh-huh. I uh -huh. love Hoodwink. I loved it as a kid and had like a lot of great celebrities in it, great voice actors, really scary to rewatch because the animation is horrifying. Um, and they made like a sequel, Hoodwink 2, which is... The, I've never seen it's, that. Yeah, I don't know. But it's basically this animation company. It's like a super low budget, like for, I don't know. It's like I an animation really company. mine is from anymore. the same place. What is it? So no. mine is Happily Never 2. And it's... Oh, that probably yeah. is the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Happily Never After was like a movie that was kind of big. And then Happily Never 2, um, I saw on Netflix and I remember watching it and being so confused because it had just come out. So this movie was released in 2009. Here are other animated movies that came out in 2009. Fantastic Mr. Fox, my favorite movie of all time. Coraline and Up, the first animated movie ever, like, nominated for Best Picture. And so then there's Happily like, Never 2. So there was a great year for animated yes. movies, except... And I'm just kind of like, how did this happen? Because I remember watching it being like, this looks like a video game, this is disgusting, yeah. this is gross. I rewatched Hoodwink in high school and was just like, I can't believe this exists. Yeah. And you're just kind of like... And like... Even rewatching Toy Story, like I saw this clip from A Bug's Life recently and I was like, that's what it looked like? Like, disappointed, but I'm just kind of like, so the technology was there for you to make yeah, so a like, good what's movie. what's your excuse? Yeah. Could make just 2005. Still just not, yeah. not old enough. But it deserves a little, but it, it can have a little leeway. But Happily Never 2 isn't a good movie, I will say Hoodwinked. Is an amazing yeah, movie. Also, Hoodwink made one hundred and ten million dollars, which is kind of Whoa. on a fifteen million dollar budget. So, like, they did succeed. Glenn Close is Patrick Warburton, Anne Hathaway, like stacked cast. Really, oh my god, really great film. Would love to, would love for a rewatch. Okay, our next category is best decom. That stands for Disney Channel original movie for the people in this room who do the people in the podcast who don't know. That's a decom. Yeah. Um, so would you like to go first? Yeah, I can totally go first. So my fur, my decom is Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Oh. And I chose that one because I didn't really have Disney Channel glowing mm. up, but Waverly, Wizards of Waverly mm. Place, the movie, is on Netflix, and I've probably seen it a million times. It's pretty sad. Like, there's some heart-wrenching moments. Yeah, it has a little bit of I wish I'd never been born energy from um, whatever that movie is. I'm blanking on it right now. Um, a Christmas Carol? No. Yeah. No. What is it? It's the old one. Wonderful what? Life? Yes, thank you. It has kind of that. It also kind of has Back to the Future of My mm -hmm. Parents Are Disappearing. Um, yeah. What bothered me about that movie was the series acted like it did not exist. Mm -hmm. So in that movie, they figure out who the true wizard is, and then you go back to the series, and you and they mm -hmm. and like that universe doesn't exist. Same yeah. with the Hannah Montana movie. Like they made these movies and the TV shows, they didn't like they didn't it's overlap like, at all. So that was always Goodbye. continuity error. But one confused. thing I did want to talk about is I was looking through like all the Disney Channel original mm -hmm. movies because I was just like I can't think of a single one. Here's the name of a Disney Channel original movie. Mark Twain and Me. What is that about? It's about um, 
like this. I, I feel like I've seen it. So, <laughs> conversely, I watch TV all the time. And mm-hmm. DCOMs just would be on Disney Channel all the time as reruns. So, I've, like, just seen so many of them. So, this was, like, the hardest one for me. What are some other fun ones you... I, I, that's it, oh, that's okay. it. Mark Train and me. That was just, like, what is that? A rewatch. There are some weird DCOMs. Like, the one where Luck of the Irish, she turns on Leprechaun. Um, there's also one where he turns, uh, like a boy, the 13th year, he turns 13 and he becomes like a merman and he has to deal with that and that's like really <laughs> <complex>. <laughs> um, What? But those aren't going to be my favorites. I'll just name some other good ones. Smart House. Smart House did make the cut. Smart House is a really old decon. I think you've told me about this one. And it's old. really good and like ahead of its time. It's basically like, it's a, a house that's like, you know, like nest thermostats and smart mm-hmm. fridges mm-hmm. but it was 2001 and so the house is like Whoa. smart with this lady they win this pride like this house it's like all tech future and then the lady comes alive and then she's like evil and like <gasps> but it's really good but it's also kind of like we haven't like we didn't pay attention to smart mm-hmm. house we're living in it we're living there are smart, smart houses house. now when are they going to turn on us yeah um but smart house was an honorable mention my winner was get a clue Mm-hmm. I loved Get a Clue. It was just this little girl wearing like boas, like feather boas and mm-hmm. big sunglasses rocking around New York being like, I've got to solve this mystery. And I loved Lindsay Lohan. That's, what's also interesting about DCOMs, it's, I feel like now is because like my sister started watching, she had like the Disney Channel app, which mm-hmm. was kind of what was before Disney Plus was the Disney Channel app and she'd kind of watch some of the movies through that. And some would be on Netflix and they would just kind of remake their successful decoms which was like weird like i can't really think but there's like one where there's like a robot boy and i feel like they've made that one twice <laughs> um yeah but i was looking through them they average like six movies a year they the make decom, a lot of which decoms. is insane also some of them are big hits like high school musical Camp yeah Rock. um I wanted to put Sky High, found out that wasn't a decom, and I just made that mm. up. It's not a decom. It premiered in theaters. So wow. yeah, what makes it a Disney Channel original movie is it's going to premiere on Disney Channel. Yes. Yeah. All right, this next one. Movie that ends with a group dance. We all know the trope. After a long hour and a half to two hours of conflict, mm-hmm. there is a resolution in the form of a group dance. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's making me miss, like, I want to be in a place where the group dance right now. I'm like, dang, okay. This was, like, a huge trend in a bunch of movies for about five years. That just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't, like, I know at least for mine, there's no dancing throughout the entire movie. And then there's a group dance. What's that about? I'm, I might have missed, like, the, do you mean it by, like, the whole group gets up and, like, performs? It could be it anything. Like, okay, so mine was more like at the end, there's a dance. And yeah, yeah, all partying. Yeah. So mine is kind of not what you would expect from this truck. I'm excited. It's Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is the group dance. Um, and I love the movie Bridesmaids, so I was like, well, this one has to win. Like, even if it mm-hmm. wasn't the best group dance, it was like, I didn't even, rem- like, I didn't even know that movie followed that trope, and then I went back and looked at it, I was like, oh, dang, it does. Because I feel like it's a cliche you'd expect more for, like, rom-coms or teen yes. movies. But it was a wedding, so it made sense. Ella Enchanted is like the yes, one that's what I'm thinking of. of. But I just also love the movie Bridesmaids, so it had to like once I saw it, I was like, it can't, it can't go away empty-handed right now. So the one I chose is Alice in Wonderland, directed by Tim Burton. 
Oh, I don't know if I remember that group dance. Exactly, because it's like, why huh. is there a group dance that at the end of this very dark, twisted movie? Twisted movie. And it happened, spoiler alert, for um, Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> this um, story that is now in the public domain and anyone can make it. Alice defeats the Jabberwocky, and then there's a group dance. Everyone is happy. The Mad Hatter is very happy to the point that he takes off his head, spins it around several times. He kind of does a wave with his head. Like <laughs> I do remember that. Um, now might I add, you know what? A word association. Mm-hmm. Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies, the group dance team. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what so you're talking about. So maybe they were about. like, okay. they were on Shake It Up. Yeah, they were like, okay, the Jabberwockies are big. She's defeating a Jabberwocky. <gasps> Let's mm-hmm. enter the group dance. Yeah, I will say that scene where she's like saying the she has to do what is it, twelve things a day that scare oh, yeah. her, and then she's like fighting a Jabberwocky, and yeah. it's like, okay, girl, <laughs> fight him. That movie was cool. Yeah, I really liked that movie. And then there was the second one, I don't really remember. It was not good. Especially because beating the Jabberwocky is something that happens in Alice Through the Looking Glass. So then they were like, we'll make a sequel after we merge these two Yeah, um, and that's just not how it works. No, it's not. Okay, next category. Movie where someone turns into an animal. This happens a lot. When I looked up, movie where someone's... So the, the first movie that came to mind... And the movie I chose the winner was The Shaggy Dog, <laughs> starring Tim Allen. Because um, I, I remember enjoying it. Like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a laugh. Like, I remember seeing that movie in theaters and being like, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Making Tim Allen for turning into a dog. Um, but classic. But when I looked up the list, like, that happens all the time. They really turn everyone People into a dog. love turning an animal. into animals. Yeah. Um, the one I chose was the movie Shorts. So, the movie Shorts is probably the craziest movie I've ever seen. It is directed by Robert Rodriguez. What else has Robert Rodriguez directed? Well, let me say. Spy Kids. He is oh. kind of like Spy Kids. He's done a lot of... Also, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like His aesthetic is crazy, off-the-wall kids adventure movies that are just amazing and like have a really unique aesthetic and shout out to him shorts is his craziest one it has it follows a non-linear storyline so (laughs) the entire time you're bouncing around and you're i don't know i'm like five years old watching this like what the hell's going on i saw it in theaters um and Things that happen in this movie, there's a moat with alligators, um, there's kind of like these killer bees, there's a giant snot monster. Of course. There's like a million, billion, jillion things. Frank from um, Shameless is in it. (laughs) Like, crazy adult cast. Um, Anyway, but someone turns into a little roach bug. And I was like trying to figure out who exactly it is. They're at a party and I think they accidentally wish the brother turns into a bug. And he's kind of, like, running around and life's crazy for him. Um, But I was trying to find the scene, and when you type in the movie Shorts, people don't think you mean the movie Shorts 2009. They think you mean, like, pants or, like, a clip or something that's short. So it was really hard for me to find it. But Metamorphosis is a book where a man turns into a roach. Mm -hmm. That popped up. This was something I wanted to find quotes for, um... But none popped up when I looked it up because this movie is just movie, yeah. so <laughs> weird and like typing in shorts into Google just doesn't help. Um, but I did find three quotes 
One of them was say hello to my little friend, which is them quoting the movie Scarface in the movie <laughs> short. So I was just like, no. And yeah, that's kind of like my thoughts on the movie shorts. I really recommend watching it because it was insane. Okay. Yeah. There the you end. Go. That's my thoughts on shorts. I didn't even realize like that the guy did. Um, I just did Robert Rodriguez. I didn't know him, but like I loved. Yeah, he's Spy awesome. Kids. We've got Spy Kids on our media wall in our apartment. And like once you put it together, you're like, of course this was yeah. the same guy. Because <laughs> it is insane, but like I love it, and like yeah. thank you. <laughs> Okay, our next category is a twist ending. Mm-hmm. Best movie with a twist ending. So, um, I can go first with this one. My twist ending was Now You See Me. I love the movie Now You See Me. And oh. the twist ending, okay, I'm gonna spoil, I'm gonna spoil this movie for you because if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing right now and see it. I don't care if you're in class or yeah. at work, you need to watch Now You See Me. It's a great movie. It, somehow they turn magic into something that's like hot and sexy, which was like their biggest accomplishment. Like, why was that like magicians? Like, they were like cool anyway. But Morgan Freeman is trying to like uncover mm-hmm. um, the magician, and he's bad. Um, he's like one of the guys who always tries to uncover magicians. But then the FBI agent, played by Mark Ruffalo, is trying to stop this group of magicians because they're also kind of like doing crime. But then mm-hmm. it turns out Mark Ruffalo's dad died was a magician who died because like he was trying to prove Morgan Freeman wrong so Mark Ruffalo was really trying to revenge everyone and it turns out that the FBI agent Mark Ruffalo was behind all of the magic tricks and now you see me and he was the mastermind behind the whole movie and then Morgan Freeman was caught and like you were like what oh my gosh I remember having to like after I watched that movie like that was one of the first movies where I was like very intellectually like challenged because I was like 11 or I don't know 13 and was like this rock this was crazy and I went and I looked up like what happened like I'm still confused and then like watched it again I like loved wow. now you see me I watched rewatch it over quarantine and all I could think about was like these are magicians like why did we love this like why were we like so into this I saw now you see me when I was like a lot older and I it was kind of like I watched it at my friend Nicola's house and whenever I'm watching movies with my friend Nicola. She lives in an open concept household. Mm. So kitchen is right there. There's not even a door frame. It's like kitchen, living room, TV. So there are people like Mm. whenever we're kind of like watching a movie, we're not really watching it because there's like a million things happening. But I still remember that twist. And I was like, wait a minute. What is going on? Yeah. But yeah. Great twist ending. Okay. So my twist ending is Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Now, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, I've seen several times, and I honestly, is the movie plot good? No, but what is cool is seeing a bunch of hybrids between animals and food. They also had a bunch of funny jokes, like when there was a leak in the boat, they were like, there's a leak in the boat, and then it was like, the plant. The leak, and he's like, ah! Also, like, the um, police officer saying, flip that wood, like, that is something (laughs) we quote in my house all the time. I loved the first one. Yeah. Like, whatever. So the twist. So you end up finding out that this corporation they're, like, working for is evil. But this is what the real twist is. The word live or live backwards is evil. So think about that. That is the twist of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs <laughs> too. Is that if you put a mirror to the word live, it'll spell evil. Yeah. Wow. So the name of the corporation was Live, and then they flipped it. 
and it was evil. I would love to be an evil corporation and be like, hmm, should we name our corporation evil? And someone else is like, no, too obvious. Flip, Flip that on its head. And they were like, ha! Yeah, we got it. Him. So I just remember being like, <laughs> oh my god, like this is crazy. And part of me wants to believe they made that movie because they figured out that the word live backwards was evil. No, um, like, we got we got to figure out a plot from here. Yeah. Because the plot in that movie, <laughs> I feel like they just kind of had ideas and were like, okay, we'll make a movie now. And like, they didn't have to make it good. It's a sequel, so it's no. Fun. Okay, um, next category. Next is best montage. Okay. Ooh. So best montage, Parasite, obviously. But there is one thing that okay. is competing. And that is winning London, New York Minute, When in Rome, Passport to Paris, Our Lips Are Sealed, Holiday in the Sun. What are all, all those movies I just said, Mary-Kate and Ashley movies? Oh. They're the only people who can compete with the Parasite montage. The Parasite montage I'm talking about is the one where... Spoiler to Parasite. I'm sorry, guys. There's spoilers here. Um, it's when they kind of just start infiltrating the household mm -hmm. and it's like when they kind of like... yeah. They kind of like put the peach and then there's like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. I saw one. this video on it and I was like, wow, this is like perfectly crafted. But Mary-Kate and Ashley movies, they invented shopping montages and yeah. like, I, they're the only person that they're can really print. confront that montage. Um, that era of the montage, like I think, when I think of montage, I think of Amanda Bynes trying mm -hmm. on a bunch of different outfits. I think in like, um, what a girl wants or she's a man, like any of them. And then mm -hmm. I'm just like, ugh, I want to be her. But I went with Wet Hot American Summer oh. for my best montage. So specifically the one, so Wet Hot American Summer is like a, a bunch of, a, it's like satire camp. So they go, and they're like camp counselors. So they leave camp for a day. And it first starts like, let's smoke some cigarettes. Let's get some beers. And then it's like this montage that like acts like it takes place over like 48 hours. Like they start doing crack. Like they're like, then they have like withdrawals and they go crazy and like, um, like, they're like homeless and like all this stuff happens and then at the end they just go back to camp and they're like an hour away from camp it's always so fun and that i just was like montage. that is insane like that did more like i think it just for me it like just did more with the montage than i did i knew the thing was even capable of yeah because i remember when i watched what hot american summer like there is one thing i think about with that movie it is that montage when they're away mm -hmm. from camp and i was just like also, like, heroin is one of my biggest, like, fears. Like, I hate seeing it yeah, in movies. Adults. If you've ever seen the movie The Dirt, like, the way it's portrayed in that movie, it, like, it hurts. But, um, yeah, and that really stuck out to me. Just crazy. All right, and now we've got to our biggest award of the night. Worst movie. I'll do my worst movie worst first. Because my worst movie isn't really that fun. It's just kind of gross. Okay. So my worst movie is The Platform. So The Platform is, I believe, a Spanish movie that came out on Netflix. It was, like, the first thing I watched during quarantine. I was like, I'm... Because, like, Annette... Annette and I were movie watchers. And Annette was like, I'm going to try and watch a movie every single day this quarantine. I was like, hold up. I want to, too. <laughs> so The Platform was kind of like when I, like, re-downloaded Letterboxd and was like, okay, let's do this disgusting this movie is disgusting and i want to watch it because it like seemed like a cool concept so it's this you it's like if you don't have enough money to live you get sent to this place called the plot to like that this, this mm -hmm. tower and there's like a million um 
levels on this tower and you're put at either the top or the very bottom. And at the top, there's a platform that comes down with a huge feast of food. Like, is and this the same plot as the train movie, the Bong Joon-ho? It's really very similar. Exactly it's very like similar. But at the top, and it's like, theoretically, there's enough food that everyone on this plat- on this like tower should be allowed to eat. But that's never the case. Um... So anyway, I'm watching this movie, um, there's like cannibalism and like a lot of gore and I took a break to eat lunch in the middle of it and this was the first movie that ever I was like, I don't want to eat my lunch. Like it was really gross, really disgusting, not to mention movie doesn't explain anything and ending doesn't explain anything. He like sends this girl to the top of the platform and somehow it breaks and I'm just like, Huh? It, it was just an insane movie, didn't make any sense, was very weird. Watch, um, Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, that's literally, I was like, are you sure you're not just describing yeah. like that is the same movie? Yeah. Um, yeah, watch that one instead. Okay, in my worst movie, this is the movie that was from the reviews earlier, it is Zoolander 2. Yeah. And I've got a story about this. So I used to hate movies, mm-hmm. and you want to know why? One weekend... When Zoolander 2 came out, maybe 2016, I loved the first Zoolander. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. My whole family loves Zoolander. Hilarious movie. So we go to see Zoolander 2, knowing it has bad reviews, but being like, we love this first Mm -hmm. movie. Like, it can't be that bad. And it was worse than we could have possibly imagined. Like, I... It is the worst movie I've ever seen. So, the next day... Mm -hmm. We decide to see another movie, and we see Allegiant, the third Divergent movie. And so that is, and that was the second worst movie I'd ever seen. So after that weekend, I was like, no, movies are good. I hate movies. And I did not watch, like, I literally stopped watching movies. Um, and, like, did not like movies. It was like, I only like TV shows. Movies are bad. Because of, like, so bad. I was like, I don't, like, it makes me mad that they exist. Zoolander 2 has one funny joke. And it's that they shoot Justin Bieber like a hundred times. <laughs> and that happens in the first four minutes of the movie. Oh, and no. then you never laugh again. Also, that joke is in the trailer. So you like only half laugh because you saw And like that was the only funny That's joke. the worst is when the jokes in the trailer are the best jokes. And you're like, oh. So the four funny things that happened, I've already seen. Yeah, it's like, I'm about, I'm about to have to sit through this whole thing. Ugh. It's when the trailer is a try not to laugh compilation of the movie. That's yeah. when you know. Makes me sad. Like, I wish there was a world where Zoolander 2 was good. Wow. But now, but I like movies now, so I guess it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I finally you saw were covered. and was like, okay. These what are was good. the movie that made you... La La Land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, now this movie did something. <laughs> now, something about this movie. Uh, Alright, I think that's a wrap yes. of our first award show. Um, next time you'll hear from us, we'll be giving a debrief of the Oscars. All right, we'll see you guys then.